Hello everybody and welcome into episode 250 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading 2 Corinthians chapter 13 today and our focus is on testing. How do you test yourself to see if you are in the faith? So our goal is to get you involved in daily Bible listening, following, and understanding. And we do that by breaking down one or two chapters a day in the Word of God and discussing it. Welcome aboard to new listeners in Nicobar Islands, India, Haryana, India, Lisbon, Portugal, Pampanga, Philippines, London, England, Parts Unknown, Finland and Bangladesh, Taipei City, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Birmingham, Alabama, Modesto, California, Montgomery, Alabama, Orlando, Florida, and Baltimore, Maryland. And shout out to Miss Janie from Drums, Pennsylvania for leaving the most wonderful and encouraging and kind review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or sharing the show on social media is a great way to get the word out and to get as many people as possible involved in daily Bible reading. So I'd encourage you to do that. Do please check out our website. It's Bible2021.com. That's Bible2021.com, Bible2021.com. So tests, not the most popular topic, right? Not many people wake up and think, I'd like to take a test today. Whether it's medical tests or academic tests, tests usually are quite unnerving. Well, in today's chapter of Corinthians, Paul is going to give us what seems to be a very strange command on the surface, that Christians should test themselves. And when we dive into this command, we're going to see how important it is. Well over 200 million Americans claim to be Christians. I would love to know what percentage of that number really actually lived and acted as genuine followers of Christ, obeying his teachings, etc. My guess would be under 20%, maybe even in the 10% range, and I honestly don't even know if that makes me overly pessimistic or optimistic. It's easy to claim to be something, but just claiming a title doesn't mean you hold that title. And in the case of Christianity, it's not we who name ourselves as genuine Christians, but it's Jesus who makes that call. As he says in the chilling Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 through 23 passage, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, and do many miracles in your name? Then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. And that tells us that not everybody who calls Jesus by the proper title or identifies as his follower will enter the kingdom of heaven. And as Jesus notes seven verses earlier in Matthew 7, the road to salvation is narrow and uncrowded, so to speak. So how do you really know if you're a Christian? How can you know if you actually have eternal life in heaven? Do we just have to guess on earth until the return of Jesus? Well, no, I don't think so. Listen to what Paul says in our chapter today. In verse 5, test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves, or do you, you yourselves not recognize that Jesus Christ is in you, unless you fail the test? Well, what does this test consist of, Paul? What are we talking about here? Lots of works proving that we are hard workers for Jesus? No. Great character or an ability to go days, weeks, hours, or months even without a big sin? No. Powerful spiritual gifts then, right? Like miracles, prophecy, or speaking in tongues? No. How about 
pastoring a big church or leading a big ministry. No, none of those things will save you and none guarantee you are in the kingdom of God. So what does? Well, the second part of this verse gives us the big clue when Paul says, Do you yourselves not recognize that Jesus Christ is in you unless you failed the test? So the test is whether or not Christ is in us. And how can we know that? Can we know by our feelings, by a sense of internal fullness or something like that? Well, actually, I think one of the major ways of knowing whether or not Christ is in us is by the fruit in our lives. And it's Jesus who teaches us this. Back to Matthew 7, verse 16, he says, You'll recognize them by their fruit. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree produces good fruit, but a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, neither can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that doesn't produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So you will recognize them by their fruit. So according to Jesus, a good tree, you know, talking about us, humans, he's metaphorical there, a good tree or person transformed and saved by him will produce good fruit. And I believe that he's talking about there the fruit of the Spirit and the fruit of other people coming to Jesus or learning about Jesus through you. Well, here's a great snippet from gotquestions.org to help us understand what kind of test Paul is talking about and how we might pass it. This was not the first time Paul had admonished the Corinthians to examine themselves. Earlier, he had observed the church participating in the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner, and he told them everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. That's 1 Corinthians 11.28. Believers are to examine their motives, their actions, and the current conditions of their hearts to make sure they don't bring God's discipline on themselves. Paul's primary concern was to bring spiritual health and wholeness to the Christian community in Corinth. If the individuals were genuinely in the faith, then they would know that Jesus Christ lived inside them. His Holy Spirit would be at work within them, promoting sanctification and moral living. But if their lives showed no evidence of the Spirit's activity, then Jesus Christ was not indwelling them. And if Christ was not in them, they failed the test. Rather than cross-examining others, however... Believers are to stick to examining their own lives, as Paul says in Galatians 6, 4. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Also, in his first letter to the Corinthians, Paul told them, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. So Paul made it a practice to test himself too. He knew that no one could skate by God's judgment. The words examine yourself and test yourself essentially mean the same thing. Some Bible versions uh, translate this as look carefully at yourself or ask yourself. One way to test yourself is to check for evidence of the Holy Spirit's work in your life. But, says Galatians 5, 22 through 23, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And Jesus confirmed that true prophets and true people of God are recognized by their fruits, those kind of fruits in Matthew seven fifteen, A tough but spiritually beneficial question to ask ourselves regularly is, what is my spiritual condition? Where am I? The prophet Jeremiah called God's people to honest self-evaluation and repentance in Lamentations 3, 40, Let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. 
Scripture calls us to test everything and to renounce evil and hold fast to that which is good. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 21-22. We might consider making this our prayer as David did in Psalm 139. Search me, God. Know my heart. Test me and know my ancient anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. Well, let's read our passage for the day. It is 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. This is the third time I am coming to you. Every matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. I gave a warning when I was present the second time, and now I give a warning while I am absent to those who sinned before and to all the rest. If I come again, I will not be lenient, since you seek proof of Christ speaking in me. He's not weak in dealing with you, but powerful among you, for he was crucified in weakness, but he lives by the power of God, for we also are weak in him. But in dealing with you, we will live with him by God's power. Test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves, or do you yourselves not recognize that Jesus Christ is in you? unless you fail the test. And I hope you will recognize that we ourselves do not fail the test, but we pray to God that you do nothing wrong, not that we may appear to pass the test, but that you may do what is right, even though we may appear to fail. For we can't do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. We rejoice when we are weak and you are strong. We also pray that you become fully mature. This is why I am writing these things while absent, so that when I am there, I may not have to deal harshly with you in keeping with the authority The Lord gave me for building up and not for tearing down. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Become mature. Be encouraged. Be of the same mind. Be at peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints send you greetings. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Well, friends, let's close with our Bible memory passage for the month of September. And you know, our goal is we say this passage every day so that we can hide the word of God in our hearts. That's why we do it repetitively after every episode, one verse a month. I hope that this helps you to memorize the scripture and to walk in it. Our verses are verses for September, 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, which says, All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good word. Amen. And may this podcast, at least the parts where we read the Word of God, be useful for you in those ways, equipping you for every good work for the kingdom of God. Good day, friends, and Godspeed.